everybody. Welcome to Talking Heartland. This is the show where we are recapping the show Heartland and we are on season five, episodes four through six. It's a lot of fun. These are some pretty good episodes and I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Michelle is here. Hey everyone. Yes. How you been doing? Good. You're hanging in there. <laughs> We're almost out of lockdown. So good. That seems like it's been forever. I mean, I'm sure yeah. most for you. <laughs> yeah, England's already out. Scotland's um, like a week behind. So Okay. Yeah, well, it was very exciting this week for me. I went to a, a play for the first time in a long time. That was pretty exciting. I uh, went and saw Les Miserables, which was is one of is my favorite. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. That's yeah. a good first one back. <laughs> I know it. Well, and it's it's such kismet because it's been my it's always been my favorite show since I was since I was little and since I was in high school. And uh, so for that to be the first one to see after the break, it was pretty cool. Was pretty yeah, cool. yeah, I think it's my favorite as well. Mm. I just love the message and I love the songs. So uh, yeah, they they managed in these in these episodes to introduce me to more different forms of rodeo. I never thought <laughs> that I would learn so much. <laughs> I had to like look up so many things. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, especially in this first episode, it's episode four. It's called Beyond Hell's Half Mile, and uh-huh. they're evidently it's a whole thing riding these check wagons as a race these barrel you do the barrel races with the chuck wagons i'd never heard of that yeah they'd mentioned chuck wagons in a previous episode and i just assumed it was pulling a wagon i didn't imagine it was like a like a a really dangerous race (laughs) i know i'm like what is that uh, the the summary on IMDb for this one is when Amy works with a chuck wagon horse, she discovers an impediment that could put the entire team in danger and change the dynamics of a prominent chuck wagon family. Meanwhile, everybody at Heartland deals with sleep deprivation as Lou and Peter desperately try to get their baby to sleep at night. Mallory thinks she found a solution, but her sleep training method ends up pitting Lou and Peter against each other and Caleb surprises ty when he returns home to the trailer from the west coast without ashley so overall what did you think of this episode um i like this episode i like the the kind of the story of um what was his name uh, the father and son keith reed and brock oh reed yeah that's right reed and brock yeah what is yeah keith? yeah i like um I like that part of it. Um, I would have liked that to be more of the episode. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I realize that they're just sort of still getting our ducks in a row for the season. So. Well, I was wondering what you would think of it because I know you said you weren't really into kind of the, the baby tropes that you have. So this didn't win you over. I would have liked it to be a bit more kind of, like play into the, the comedy a little bit more. Of like, oh, yeah. it got it got kind of serious, um, because mm-hmm. like you said, it, it was kind of pitting them against each other. I wasn't loving that part of the episode, I'll be honest, but I do like that we are getting more of um, Peter, mm-hmm. and kind of see um who he is, kind of 
as an individual and not a businessman <laughs> yeah i do like that better than season four because it was just kind of uh, like he would kind of come in and out every now and then it just seemed like they were repeating the same story over and over and over again of of how committed is lou to the marriage and then we get something else and then she would be and then we we'd have another scene of them reconciling and then another and then the next episode it would be her struggling and then they'd reconcile and it was just like getting very cyclical it was, kind of made me laugh seeing them trying to get baby Catherine to sleep because this is sort of similar to there's a famous story in my family of uh, I I was terrible about going to sleep. I, I I've had literally insomnia my whole life. I've always struggled to sleep, even when I was little. And <laughs> and I guess one time my grandmother thought that my parents were being too soft uh, with me, and so she's like, "I'll get her to go to bed. I'll get her to go to sleep." And she. <laughs> she went in and it was you know she was gonna she was gonna do it and then she came out a defeated woman <laughs> she couldn't do it she couldn't get me to go to sleep and so i i i don't know i mean i'm not a parent and everybody has to parent in differently but i i've heard mixed results about this cried out yeah this the style yeah, I was a bit nervous about kind of talking about this kind of stuff because, yeah, I'm, I'm not a parent. I've never right. really been around babies. It's not really something that I feel like I could pass judgment on mm-hmm. or, or even kind of have an opinion on. But I've heard... I do kind of see both sides of, like, yeah, of the argument. I've heard from some people that it has worked and that they're able to get their kids on a routine like that but then i've heard of other people that it did it did not work at all and so you know everybody has to decide what they want to do but uh i don't know i i man i don't think i could do it with i don't know just i think it would be too hard and there's some there's some things that i've read that the idea of sort of the the family bed of having the baby just sleep with the parents is actually can be a good thing it can be a good uh, but obviously there's all different kinds of theories but uh, Mallory finds this book and gives it to uh, to Lou and Peter and I do think that most of those books are pretty not not great I, I think you have to because there's there's like a system of parenting, but like your child is not a system. Like you have to decide what's best for your child and not what some system is telling you to do. Yeah. And every child is individual and, mm-hmm. you know, especially at that age, you just kind of have to figure out your child, I guess. Yeah. Well, it was pretty funny though, with Lou putting the coffee in her cereal. <laughs> <laughs> because i think that is brutal part of parenting is that it's just not having sleep is just so hard yeah and especially when there's so many people in that house and she must must, she must have felt like Mm -hmm. she was depriving all of them of sleep (laughs) yeah yeah i mean why was was mallory there just to help her her parents were gone or why was she sleeping over yeah, that's something I wanted to bring up as well. I just find it so comedic. Like, 
every few episodes, like Mallory's there for no reason, and they always like come up with a reason of like yeah. of why she's here. And I think this this bunch of episodes, it was her grandmother's visiting, and she's really getting on her nerves. And oh, she's <laughs> and like sleeping on the couch or something to give. Yeah, and she says it's the ranch of the living dead over here. That was a funny <laughs> line. <laughs> and then they go to this plotline with the chuck wagon and uh, the this guy i i wrote down because i didn't know his name for a lot of it i said uh, i called him the crazy man on the wagon he was intense <laughs> oh my god yeah he was that's why i kind of wish they'd have more of this in the episode because there's no way you could really get a sense of who this guy was apart from that kind of initial first couple of scenes with him where he's just like so intense it kind of like switched the whole tone of the show the whole episode mm-hmm. yeah i agree yeah i mean he was it, i don't know he was a very angry man and yeah. i don't know you almost worried for people's safety he was so intense uh you had this kind of i thought a little strange scene of amy and ty in the trailer and i don't know i just thought they're like cuddling and she wants him to 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 nap with her and i don't know mm-hmm. i thought that scene was a little awkward yeah i think it's kind of what we were talking about last week they're just kind of skirting around it and, and not really kind of saying one way or the other where they are in the relationship mm-hmm. um yeah so it'll be interesting because even like caleb kind of assumes that things are more, more advanced than i think that is on the show i don't know i think right. if, if there if it was that far then they would tell us yeah i would think so too so it's just like this weird kind of mm-hmm. we're hanging so, out yeah. and i don't know it's it's it, i felt like it was awkward yeah you could kind of see the writing there mm-hmm. and so then caleb comes back and he says that he and ashley are on a break and I guess it is are we done, you think, seeing Ashley? Is she done? I'm gonna be so disappointed if it turns out yeah, she's done. Um but I think with the way things go in the third episode, they're kind of setting up Caleb to just have his own thing now. It really feels like that storyline's done, which is a shame. It feels really kind of abrupt. That's a shame. Uh, I mean, I, I never really thought they had the best chemistry, but still, I mean, it seems kind of cheap for us to believe that they had literally just gotten married and, and it's this already- thing of like it, this just happened off screen as well this is why mm-hmm. it's so hard to connect with them so much of their development happens off screen mm-hmm. yeah it's true it's true and he says campus life just wasn't for this cowboy yeah i don't know it was kind of lame <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i think for me like cindy's kind of the most dynamic and and kind of the most the most dynamic kind of actress but also has had the most development in terms of character among Mm -hmm. the young cast Mm -hmm. so yeah it'll be sad that this is kind of the end of yeah the end of ashley Mm -hmm. yeah and jack i thought was so cute when he was holding and singing uh to baby catherine that was really cute valerie was being pretty pretty difficult i thought pretty bossy yeah sometimes they can't quite get the balance on 
on uh, on Mallory's kind of nosy neighbour, kind of busybody, kind of personality. Sometimes they hit, they hit the tone perfectly, and sometimes it's a bit over the top and a bit forced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for the most part, I love Mallory, but uh, sometimes it's like I don't think a teenager, of course, a lot of teenagers tend to think they know everything, but. Would she really care that much about the baby? I don't know. I guess she maybe wants to sleep or whatever, but but I don't know. She was she was a lot in this episode. And um, we're just assuming that like the dude ranch is like fully booked. Because <laughs> every time right. something like this happens, I'm like, why aren't you staying at the, at the dude ranch? Why aren't you like taking a night off there? Right. Yeah. And so then we see Jack looking through the photos of his Chuck Wagon family and he has photos of the uh of uh what i keep forgetting his name of uh reed and because amy's getting really frustrated and so he tries to tell her like he's just that you know he has a lot of wounds and is 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 uh but there's a good person in there is, is kind of the message and uh, but the this guy Reed, he won't let his son ride the uh, lead the chuck wagon, and mm-hmm. uh, and doesn't think that he's ready. Won't give him the chance. But uh, Amy starts to realize that the problem is is this this guy Reed. He uh, has problems with his eyesight. Yeah, yeah. I think she says it's the it's the man. It's not the horse. Um, she really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was really worried about her having to confront him on this. I was like, oh, God, I wouldn't want to be in her position. <laughs> yeah. Have that conversation with this guy. If it's not the horse, it might be the driver. Mm-hmm. And he is not receptive of her advice <laughs> in this. Um, but then we also, now we have Caleb. He is working again at Heartland, and he's going to stay in the loft because Ty has the trailer. Yeah. I don't know how many times he's quit his job and got it back. I know. <laughs> it's true. Keeping account. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I thought it was funny when I think it was Mallory says that Jack sings off key, and then yeah. he says, he's like, "Do I sing off key?" <laughs> and and then Mallory banishes Peter from the house. <laughs> uh. And we get a nice conversation between Lou and and Jack. And he says, truth be told, I always tore me apart to hear Lou and Amy cry. I know, I guess this was between Peter and Jack. Mm-hmm. There's no right way to parent. And that's the thing. That's the most important message is that just because it worked for somebody in a book or somebody else that you know, uh, doesn't mean that it's for your child yeah we've got some good uh, peter and jack scenes in these episodes as well i think that's really mm-hmm. helped um, yeah on peter as well i think so too and uh, caleb says sometimes when things break they don't fix so well so more bad news on the part of ashley and i <laughs> the then Lou tears up the book and sh- just shreds the thing. <laughs> that was pretty good. And uh, Reed lets 
finally lets Brock ride uh, drive and he does a good job. And Mallory says to Jack, you are a total pain in the butt when uh, when you don't get enough sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then you get a scene where Caleb almost throws his wedding ring in the pond, but he mm-hmm. decides to hold on to it. So yeah, this episode, I it was pretty good. It was it was it was fine. I'd probably give this one a seven. Yeah, same. I give it a seven as well. <laughs> Have you got a Hallmarky Hardy postable or sleuther in your life? Are you looking for the perfect gift for your loved one? Look no further than the Hallmarkies Podcast merch store. We have designs from artists like Jessica Miller and Carrie at Hallmark Comics. We at the store you can declare your team like hashtag team Lucas or hashtag team Nathan. And you can also have your hashtag shirts with hashtag postables, hashtag hardies, hashtag goodies. We've got the Love Me Like series where you can get designs such as Love Me Like Nick Loves Aurora. And there's also great stories beyond Hallmark like Anne and Gilbert from Anna Green Gables or even Han and Leia from Star Wars. And it's not just shirts, but notebooks, mugs, pillows, and cell phone cases. Your support of the merch store helps keep the podcast going, and we are so appreciative. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or follow the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. All right, so then we have uh, season five, episode five, Never Let Go. Okay, this one, Amy helps to restore the confidence of a troubled young trick rider so that she can get back on her horse and perform again. Meanwhile, Ty and Amy's plans to raise the spirits of a freshly separated Caleb with the night out on the town go completely awry. And Jack is so fed up with the full house at Heartland along with the lineups for the bathroom that he decides to build an outhouse. Peter gets Jack's hint and comes up with an interesting housing idea for Lou. So what did you think overall of this one? Um, Yeah, I like this one as well. Um, again, I think the side story of the the horse um, chaplain was probably my favorite part. Um, it's because, again, it just brought in, like, a whole different part of a question world that we didn't know anything about. Yeah. Um, or at least I didn't know anything about. Um, and I kind of liked the kind of high Caleb Soraya kind of scenes as well. So yeah, overall, I like this one. I I liked it pretty good. I I think that it had some good character development mm. and uh, some good moments for Jack, which I was like, I didn't realize that they only had one bathroom at the house yeah you would think they would have well i guess it's like a single story house isn't it so yeah it makes sense um i figured they'd have a master master bath and then one i figured they have two bathrooms but i guess they just have one yeah and (laughs) and i kind of wondered why this wouldn't have come up before because and they i mean at certain points they had two people in the loft uh-huh. when badger was there mm-hmm. so yeah, there were always kind of um a lot of people in the house over the summers as well whenever yeah. they would have people so yeah and i so i guess 
they just never had anybody to take long showers. <laughs> like <laughs> there's a luau night at the local uh local pub and so Ty wants to get Caleb and Soraya to go. And I wish that we'd have an episode kind of on Soraya. I feel like she's probably the the secondary character that we've gotten to know the least. Mm-hmm about she's kind of in there she's always a character that that is there just to i don't know provide some kind of conflict or some kind of like there's never she never have her, has her own story no yeah and i got kind of frustrated like our first scene with amy and we're assuming that she's just back from like a long trip uh-huh. Like there was literally like, one line of dialogue, and then Amy kind of jumps into like what's going on with this horse, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, we didn't even have like a conversation about you know what her trip was like or really anything about her life, mm-hmm. how long she's back for. We don't really know anything. Yeah, we don't um, know what happened with Chase. We don't know what happened, and, and so now they're setting her up as a love interest for Ty, and it's like oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That feels feels a little weird mm-hmm. yeah so, so yeah so jack wants to rebuild the outhouse that was there and so he starts working on that and that was that was interesting <laughs> that, was, that was some good stuff from jack i think he just wanted to get out of the house completely <laughs> mm-hmm. i think so too and <laughs> mallory says i'm documenting this is slow descent into madness <laughs> and and then so caleb says that they are separated officially that it's not just a break Uh, and he is sort of sort of flirting with soraya and she gives him extra bacon so i guess that that was encouraging for (laughs) (laughs) and you find out that mallory evidently is the world's best babysitter she is yeah get out of the house and they start looking for a house because it's too full and it kind of reminds me a little bit of on the cosby show they would come up with all of these reasons why as the kids got older they would need to kind of come up with all of these reasons of why they were still in the house you know (laughs) like why there, there was there was always something that would stop uh denise or or sandra from moving out of the house (laughs) yeah they're kind of doing that on um on the goldbergs the last couple of seasons of just like keeping those older kids around for as long as they can that's a good comparison (laughs) that's true so then we meet this woman who has this horse named chaplin and amy figures it out that it's a trick uh horse because it only wants to go clock uh, counterclockwise which i know i i thought that was interesting i it's amazing that that there's that that trainable you know to that yeah. they only want to go counterclockwise yeah i think when they're in that kind of round pen they're kind of i guess it's just kind of like a muscle memory of them just going the one way yeah it's incredible yeah so there is this woman named sandra and her sister had died in a car accident and they had done trick riding together. Uh, and after that, 
she couldn't do it anymore. And so she ended up becoming a dancer and that, I don't know, that was a pretty good storyline. And it turns out I was looking and Sandra is actually a recurring character. We're going to see her again. Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I suppose we're getting more trick riding then. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and then Amy does trick riding and, (laughs) and I, I don't know who the the stunt doubles obviously were doing the trick riding but they were very very good yeah i did see i'm not sure where i saw it. i was looking at a comments on the episode and like some did catch that when it cut from like amy to the stunt double like mm-hmm. it, uh, amy's hair went into a braid <laughs> oh yeah i didn't notice that but i didn't um... see either it was just, that was funny. <laughs> yeah and they were very good i especially the sandra one that was incredible yeah yeah crazy mm-hmm. so fast so um, fast and like how do you even stay on one on one they'd have one foot on at times I mean, it like was... it's it's like amy does it and it's like we're just to assume that she's not done this in years or she's done it maybe once or twice because we've not seen it on the show before but yeah, she's just like leaping all over the place. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, it was incredible. And <laughs> she, but she gets really upset at first. She takes the horse away. Uh, she says, I just want to sell the horse. And how dare you go talk to my mother? And Amy's trying to get her to understand that uh, she says, you aren't going to be alone. Chaplin will be right there beside you. So, yes, I think initially Amy's plan was to rehome it with somebody else that kind of trick rides. Because she kind of says, like, if you don't want to trick ride, that's okay, but the horse wants to. Yeah. It must be so much hard work to, like, train that out of the horse. Yeah, and she says, don't take that away from Chaplin. Mm-hmm. And don't and so then Caleb meets a woman at the bar mm-hmm. named Kelly. And then he goes home home and he he throws up in the barn and is on the hay. <laughs> and Jack is disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> and so he says I, that he's going to punish Caleb for this behavior. And he says there's nothing and the kelly lady says nothing has happened here uh and he's like i believe you (laughs) Uh, let's hear then peter he tells lou that they should build a house on harlan property and not leave it to anybody else and that he has experience renovating homes and she says six months from now i don't want to have to call mike holmes and that was a throwback uh to there's an hgtv show uh uh, i think it was homes on homes and Mm -hmm. this guy mike holmes he uh he would go in and he would fix bad re rehabs bad uh, renovations and and fix all the mistakes that people made so that was sort of the joke of like i hope i don't have to call him to fix all the mistakes you make (laughs) so it seems really confident (laughs) seems really confident for somebody that's never built a house before <laughs> yeah i mean and he what is he doing now this does he have a job no because they put the offer in on the house with money that they'd loaned from his parents 
Yeah. Um, and then they didn't get the house, so I'm assuming that they're using that loan to build the house. Yeah, I mean, I would think it would be hard to get a loan even with the borrowed money because you have to usually have to show proof of employment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or get a loan. So, but anyway, and you do get the end with Jack locking Caleb in the outhouse. That was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. I thought his whole storyline this episode was kind of strange. They had him kind of be really kind of flirty and aggressive with Zaria, and then it kind of switched to Kelly, and I was like, oh, God. Hopefully they figure out something to do with him this season that isn't him just kind of, you know, being a bit of a mess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, what would you give this one? Yeah. I gave this one an eight. Mm, I think I'll give it a I also give it a seven uh that I gave the first one I liked it just about the same for me uh, but let's move on to the slippery slope this was definitely my favorite of three personally. me too yeah and, I think this is my favorite of the season so far mm-hmm. yep me too and it's a friend from Jack's past shows up at Heartland when one of their old bandmates passes away Lou and Lisa secretly try to gather the other remaining members for a reunion performance to celebrate Jack's birthday. Meanwhile, Amy works with a horse that won't stop bucking as Caleb becomes smitten with Kelly, the horse's sassy and attractive owner. And Mallory meets a young country singer wannabe who seems like her perfect match, except for the fact that he idolizes her dad. So overall, you like this episode, your favorite of the season so far? Well, yeah, I thought this one had kind of everything. Um, had a good kind of side story, had a good, especially because it was, it was um, Jack kind of at the center of the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like Kelly, I think. I'm interested to see what they do with her, I think. She's in a few more episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure, I, I'm not, I don't like that they're doing another love triangle with Mallory um but we'll see where it goes but everything else i thought was fantastic yeah and yeah it starts out with jack and tim moving the cows and tim just complaining 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 and i i think that tim this was a pretty good episode actually for tim and when he is holding little catherine that was so cute later yeah that was so cute and him being the grandpa and everything and uh he's driving jack crazy but uh it's uh it's a good dynamic it's always entertaining yeah i like that he's finally kind of embracing being a grandpa Mm -hmm. um because he just was not thrilled about it (laughs) initially yeah and mallory meets a new kid named austin who has red hair and uh, now this is what the the third really possible relationship for mallory on the show we've had jake we had badger and now austin mm-hmm. and austin is very impressed by the fact that her dad is a singer you know is the singer and and he he keeps trying to kind of get uh get amy to i mean get mallory to influence her dad and and listen to his album and everything and 
I don't know. What do we think about that? Again, I'm not loving the fact that it's another love triangle. Mm-hmm. Where I suppose they end up is that she's going to end up with, with Jake. And it's like, just do it. It's like, we know that's where it's going. And for them to kind of, I mean, I suppose that it's kind of different in the sense of like, Badger, they're genuinely really like uh, Mallory. Mm-hmm. Whereas this guy's just a total opportunist. So we'll sort of see where it goes. But yeah, I, I'm not, not loving the love triangle aspect of it, but. Yeah, same. Well, and then Jack says that it's not how old you are, it's how old you feel. <laughs> so that's good. And we learned that Jack was in a band. Did we know that he was in a band previous to this? Um, we knew that he toured with his wife. I'm not sure if yeah, but that was in the form of him being in a band as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that he toured them the audio, but yeah, I, I'm not sure if. We know that he sang before, he sang before in the show, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, this, I think this is the first mention of like a band. Yeah, it's called The Gents. <laughs> and uh, he, the the singer or one of the singers, George Tuttle, he dies. And so Jack's getting ready to go to the funeral of his friend. And there's a man named Eli there who is kind of a mess. Yeah, but used to be in the band. Yeah, I thought he's such a talented actor. He's been in kind of everything. Oh really? Um, I think it. Yeah, I think he passed away a couple of years ago. But he was just one of these like character actors that was in pretty much every TV show. Um, he was in Battlestar Galactica for like oh yeah seasons. He played like the Doctor really. Gr- he plays this kind of character really well. He was just really gruff and but sensitive. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah it was nice to see him yeah he was a little bit hard to figure out like how i kept i wasn't sure if he was about to to do something kind of more devious but it turns out it was kind of more just hiding the fact that he had cancer mm-hmm. that was sort of the but i felt like oh is he gonna steal something or i don't know there was just something about him that i didn't really trust him as a character mm-hmm. but he gives uh he gives a uh, Lou and Lisa the information for the uh, other members of the band so they can have this reunion birthday party but Jack doesn't want a birthday party and he gets kind of frustrated at first but then he, he has a change of heart and tells Lisa you can go out and do the party so that was kind of that was a nice little arc for for Jack yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that. Um, the scene that he had with Eli, where Eli just kind of says, you know, he's so lucky to have all these people around him, and he might not want the the party aspect, might not be Jack's thing, but he's so fortunate to have all of these people around him, especially mm-hmm. when you look at someone like Eli, who's kind of on his own. Um, yeah, it was a good scene for for Jack, and um, I like that he kind of went and apologized to Lisa. Yeah, and he he says don't go there believe me that slippery slope will come soon enough (laughs) and that's where we get the name of the the episode and uh, amy starts to worry that she's not spontaneous enough for ty and they get this mechanical bowl and she goes on it at the party and that's kind of a big step for her 
Yeah, I like this for Amy. I thought this was one of the more interesting things that she's actually got to do on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, about a character development in terms of like, because it felt really genuine as well. If I think a lot of people feel that, you know, I've certainly felt that in life where you just kind of feel like, am I boring? <laughs> am I yeah. boring? Because <laughs> you um, never, and she even says that I never want to be boring. Yeah, and Ty reassures her that she's not boring. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has all this with all these horses that is pretty exciting. So I think I she wouldn't be somebody I would think was boring, but uh, uh, anything can get kind of repetitive after a while, I guess. Yeah, and I suppose mm-hmm. he's off kind of in university and sort of forging this kind of victory, and she's mm-hmm. sort of where she's always been. So it's understandable that she would kind of get to that kind of um, mindset. Yeah. So Jake's getting a little bit jealous of Austin. And like you said, we get this kind of beginning of the love triangle between the three of them. I think she definitely should pick Jake over Austin. <laughs> more screen time with Jake. Um, I just like that character. I wish he was in the show a bit more. I know. Well, I, I guess I always have a, a struggle a little bit when you have characters as young as Mallory having these like, intense relationships i don't know it's just not something i relate to very much uh i i didn't really know anybody who had that kind of intense like most of my friends like yeah they might have boyfriend girlfriends but but it was i don't know it's not like it's not an adult relationship yeah i'd like to see them even just have something separate from malady or or just something Mm -hmm. about his life we don't really know anything really about him right yeah i agree and so then eli uh the he says that he's all that jack's always wanted to run away from problems and because he he got upset about the idea of the party and that's when he says that believe me that slippery slope will will come soon enough and uh, he says what are you going to do close up the bar before the last call just because you imagine yourself you're on the edge of some slippery slope so then he finds out that eli has cancer and so that makes him apologize to lisa because he kind of realizes that he's lucky to have people who care about him that much and uh, the party looked pretty fun i'd say (laughs) i don't want to go to that party you have a lot of people at this party small party (laughs) yeah <laughs> and they got the the tents up and uh they, they have mechanical bull it looked pretty fun yeah it looked really fun dancing and you have the jake cutting in on mallory and austin <laughs> and she he tries to tell her that he's only hanging out that austin's only hanging out with her to, to give the demo Mm-hmm. and then we get the gents playing and amy sings who knew amber marshall could sing it's her first time on the show right singing i think did she sing at the the wedding the ashley uh, and wedding um i if they did i didn't remember it uh but um, i think it might have been just jack um i think it might have been just jack yeah we've heard yeah. jack sing yeah that might have been that um but yeah she's really good yeah sounded good to me <laughs> and then you have kelly coming punching caleb and caleb's like i think i'm in love which was a lame line yeah 
<laughs> and she says, you know, I don't date uh, married married men. So you also see more of Amy continuing to train Spartan in the uh, Liberty Horse training that we got at the beginning of the season. She shows it to Jack. So yeah, that's how the episode ends. And so I liked this one. I thought this one was good. I'd give it 8.5. Um, I went with 9. Oh, yeah. It's high. I can see that. So there well, we go. <laughs> I think the singing won me over. <laughs> yeah, it was good singing. It really was. So there we go. That was this episode. Let us know what you think of these three episodes. Which one is your favorite? And what score you would give them? We would really appreciate it and uh how can people find you michelle um on twitter at michelle r benton great and you can find me at rachel's reviews all of our social media itunes youtube and on Rotten tomatoes so please check that out and if you are listening on itunes please leave us your ratings and reviews we really appreciate it and if you are uh listening on youtube please this video thumbs up subscribe to the channel we appreciate that so much we also have our patron group is really fun and we have our merch store which has heartland inspired merch so check that out and thanks so much everybody we'll see you all next week and bye bye everyone